Chaser, Platinum Edition. Hey, you know, you know, there's these sort of product mashups. Like sometimes, you know, there's these uh, sort of Arnott's sometimes team up with an ice cream with Streets ice cream oh, or yeah. something to, you know, that sort of thing. Or Cadbury teamed up with Vegemite a while back to bring you oh. this weird, you know, sometimes oh, quite yeah. unexpected, yeah, yeah. unexpected products team up together. Well, there's a new one. Uh, guys, I don't know if you've seen this, but David Jones, right, the posh, terribly posh, expensive department store, David Jones, they've teamed up with BP, the petrol station. <laughs> what are you yes, talking uh, about? They seriously are, Zoe. <laughs> Did you have a to... nightmare? Are you <laughs> dreaming? Well, no, no, they're pe- no the, the marketing people at David Jones had a nightmare, <laughs> and which is which is called retail slump, I think. And in an, in a bid to sort of stay relevant. They're going to offer posh, fancy food at BP petrol stations. So it's sort of instead of they're bringing David Jones food hall into your BP petrol. This is seriously true. So you can look at the photos online. So it's like DJ BP, DJ or, BP, or B, BP DJ, or is it just BJ for short? Um, <laughs> Charles Firth. That's a yellow card for you. Now, um, the weird thing is though, they've actually implemented a, a similar change at the fancy David Jones food hall. Welcome back to David Jones Food Hall, madam. We do appreciate it when you deign to visit us with your glorious presence. And so you should. I'm the richest woman in Australia. As are all our customers here at David Jones. Now, what luxurious indulgences would madam require today, perchance? I wish to use my immense wealth to purchase a dozen gold-dusted truffles, a generous dollop of beluga caviar, a freshly made roulette of lobster and cornishons. I'm I'm sorry, madam. We only do petrol. Beg your pardon? We don't sell any luxury foods anymore. We only sell petrol. Keeping up with the times, you see? Oh, dear. Does your petrol taste like caviar by any chance? Uh, the premium one does, yes. Whom are you kidding? No one can afford premium petrol. Radio Chaser, Platinum Edition. You know, like, airlines, right? And it I sounds know. like I'm about to do a joke, doesn't it just sound... You know, airlines. No, <laughs> I know <laughs> they're airlines, Zoe. Yes, what, what, do they have bad food or something? Yeah, oh. <laughs> well, you know, like, they're always trying to trying to stiff you, right? They're, like, when you buy a ticket, it's like there's always, you know, drip pricing. There are always extras, right? Always stuff you've got to pay for that mm. you're not expecting, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, everything. Everything. So I've actually just seen a story, though, which is a bit of a, a story in the other direction, which surprised me. So Jetstar, right? Mm. For the cost... I mean, I think this is a bit of a bargain. I'll be curious to know what you think. For $10.90... Yeah. Uh, you get your insurance. And so that includes um, hostage insurance. What? Um, yeah. So if, <laughs> if your plane has been um, hijacked, yeah. uh, there's one, one uh, passenger read, read the fine print for all of us. Because you, know, you never read the fine print. Somebody actually did, right? And they found out that um, if, if your plane does get hijacked, you get $750 a day. Ooh, man, that's not bad. I'd be, I'd be kind of hoping to be hijacked in a way. I mean, well, yeah. yeah. I mean, look at it. I mean, I guess you, it's it's a long a long day. And, but but Zoe, who would hijack a Jetstar flight? Oh, like, well, that, that's the <laughs> maybe, tourist destination. It's like you know Sydney to Cairns. I mean, oh, we've maybe, got to get the Cairns flight. That's the, of international significance. That'll oh. get us on the radar. Look, I mean, maybe that's why they're getting away with these generous um generous <laughs> offers for everyone who's who's been. <laughs> 
Triple M Management assures you that whatever opinion you just heard about a valued sponsor is not at all that person's opinion or the opinion of anyone who works at Triple M. No, absolutely not. No, we love Jetstar. I love the, this uh, hijacking insurance. And um, yeah, so $750 a day works out to $31.25 an hour you get just mm. for being being hostage. And I must say, look, I've, I've heard, a, heard a little bit about what's going on in that airline. It's actually working out quite well for them. Good evening, passengers. This is your captain speaking. Uh, now, as you may be aware, the plane has been hijacked, uh, but please do not be alarmed. Your hijacking insurance has kicked in, which means you are now all earning $750 a day. Uh, now, of course, you will be doing back-to-back 24-hour shifts as hostages, so these are rather long days, uh, but that does work out to a respectable 31 bucks 25 per hour for, well, let's face it, doing absolutely sweet FA. And though this may well be your final flight... It will pay for itself, so I'm sure you will agree there is no need to unionise. You can, of course, spend your hostage wages on any of the items available from our gift catalogue. Or we could guilt you into donating them to our charity of choice. Uh, After all, Madam in 12C, what help will 30 mils of Chanel No. 5 be to you as we hurtle towards eternity? So sit back, relax and earn as you enjoy the two non-consecutive episodes of The Big Bang Theory programmed into our in-flight entertainment system, Uh, which I'm sure you will agree is the only real crime being committed on board this flight. Radio Chaser. Platinum Edition. Guys, uh, look. A couple of days ago, it was pretty recent. I was, I was, I was caught making making light of a very important health report. Oh I was working out how that we could pay less for our health insurance because our health insurance has cost so much, right? And this report recommended that we remove rugs from old people's homes so that they don't fall over as often. And and I, I sort of thought that that was a slightly funny idea, uh, which was terrible of me. Because I, it turns out I'm wrong. There, there's a, a new story in the Herald today. It says that we're going to need, this is what it actually says, the headline, we're going to need four huge Sydney hospitals by the year 2050 mm. just because of people falling over. Right, so rug really? injuries, rug-based injuries is the, the leading yeah. cause of death in, in the city, is it? Well, uh, yeah, yeah, we're going to need like whole hospitals mm. just, for, just for rug problems. <laughs> uh, so, you know, it wasn't such a bad idea to begin with, but, uh, but uh, let's listen to the ad again anyway. A message from Private Healthcare Australia. Hi, are you one of the six remaining people who has private health insurance? Yes, I've been meaning to ring up and cancel, but I'm too busy working nights at a dodgy servo so I can pay my f- private health insurance. It'll soon be cheaper. A new report recommends removing rugs from old people's houses so they won't fall over as often. That'll save billions. It will, and we've thought of some other tips too. Private health tip number one. Remove banana peels from old people's floors. Private health tip number two. Replace old people's floors with jumping castle floors for a nice soft landing. Private health tip number 26. Don't you mean three? Sorry, with private health, the numbers keep mysteriously rising. Not anymore. With our tips, your premiums will soon fall like an old person with a rug. Thank you, private health. Private health care. Cutting costs by focusing really closely on old people's floors. Mm, What about Velcro? Could we Velcro their feet to the floor? Radio Chaser. Platinum edition. Now, one thing that um, I, I like to do on this show is to really, really investigate, you know, the the big stories of the day. Mm. You know, that's my thing, right? I'm a you, bit of a... You are our I'm a, Michelle I'm Gratton. 100%, yeah. So you're going to do something on what the Amazon rainforest burning yeah, down? Yeah, look, or? I... Uh, well, no, I'm actually... Uh, it's from, from a different a different area of the news. 
And now, an important breaking Kmart news update. Brought to you by the actual news. That's right. That's right. So some time ago I discovered that um, there is a, a, a real surplus of Kmart stories in the real news. Mm, yeah. um, and I like to share them with you because I just want to make sure everyone's informed, you know. I don't want to have a la- I don't want to have an uneducated, you know, colleagues over here, right? No, exactly. Okay. Public service, though. Public service. Okay, okay, okay. So this is the headline from the news. Savvy mums are using $29 laundry hampers from Kmart to make coffee tables with spectacular results. <laughs> <laughs> okay, forgive my scepticism spe- about the spectacular results of these laundry hamper coffee tables. Though, well, so. I mean, like what what you do, what you do, mm. you get a laundry hamper and you yeah. turn it upside down, and then we're That's done. Then we're out. You sort of buried the whole story. Like you've ruined the whole story, though. Uh, well, look, look. I mean, spoiler alert. So, look. That- that's right. Okay, but look, some other people, you know, it was such a success that, you know, people have gone wild copying it and, and doing their own versions. Um, so someone said, um, I did the same, but I but I glued a tray on. So, um, so, so there's that. That's in the um, news. Yeah, yeah, it's in the news. It's in the news. It's in the news. Um, but look, I just want to, um, I just want you to know that it's not the only Kmart coffee table story in the news. Mm. Uh, there's another one. Mm. <laughs> so, oh, good. What? There's, t- there's enough news to, for two separate totally stories about Kmart story. coffee <laughs> tables. This is a separate oh, story. God, what are these <clears throat> ones made out of? Headline. <clears throat> what a fabulous idea. Woman creates a herringbone pattern side table using $5 Jenga blocks and shoe <laughs> polish from Kmart. <laughs> <laughs> How does the shoe polish? Well, like, okay. does she paint the herringbone herself? Okay, okay, okay. Polish? So it's like, so the Jenga block create a herringbone pattern, right? <laughs> you know, herringbone. It's like the sort of triangles trendy, going right? in and out. It's expensive herringbone. And then the herringbone sh- flooring, very expensive. <laughs> and then the shoe polish is like a varnish. Oh, anyway, right. um, yeah. so that concludes um, the news. <laughs> Radio Chaser Platinum Edition. So we're just trying to work out what the best way to update the George Pell plaque at St mm. Mary's Cathedral is permanently mm. so so the Catholic Church can't keep on taking down the and convicted pedophile uh, thing that I um, <clears throat> am updating the plaque with. We've got James. James, what's your solution? Um, my solution is use Araldite. It's better than um, <laughs> super glue. Yeah. But oh. it's a two-piece, like they mix together, and if you get your fingers on it, like, you won't get your fingers apart. You'll have to have surgery. Oh, well, so. that's, that's oh, a problem that's... for Charles because he's already lost one arm to being an idiot, so... <laughs> well, no, and that is a problem because, actually, when I did that superglue version of the stunt, um, I did uh, superglue my fingers together. <laughs> 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 it actually took about five minutes to get them apart, so... <laughs> So that's that's how... too, too advanced for Charles. That's... Great suggestion. Yeah. They, let's go to Rowan. What's your idea? Yeah, mate. Bit of oxyacetylene, full blast torch, and a um, bit of solder. Sorry, not solder. Uh, brass uh, brazing rod. Oh, yeah. And a uh, bit, of, bit of flux on there, mate. And then just blast it. Okay, just Charles, how, how and... many of those words have you, did you understand? <laughs> I, I, can I rent this equipment from somewhere? Is, is, like, yeah, it... yeah, yeah. It's ox, uh, oxyacetylene, and then... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, you might need a professional <laughs> welder to do it. Is it a bit of brass, brass, brass rod, 
uh, mm-hmm. dip it in the flux and then just blast it, mate, and just weld it to the to the uh, product and then just, yeah, it'll never come undone. And is it the sort of thing that you can, as an amateur, having never done it before, do <laughs> safely? Or Well, you, as long as you don't overheat, you, the heat's the problem. Yeah. So you just put it at the right, right temperature yep. and then dip it in the flux and then just weld it on, mate. Okay, mate. that, that yeah. sounds safe to me, Charles. Yeah. I, I would go <laughs> dive straight in. Just, just don't let it get too hot. That's all you have to do. <laughs> He's not going anywhere, brother. <laughs> okay. But who's next? Thanks for the advice. What about Steve? What do you reckon I should do? Mate, I reckon the old uh, liquid nails. It can't go past it. <laughs> What's it's liquid worth. nails? It's just glue, isn't it? It's pretty much like out of a silicon gun. Same sort of technique. It's in a big tube. Work your way around whatever object you need uh, to put to the other object. Put it on both sides and then stick it down. And it's just st- stuck there forever. It's like as to a blanket, mate. But, I mean, the Catholic Church are very, very good at hiding evidence. You sure they wouldn't be able to just sort of jam it off? Well, you won't blow yourself up with it. Put it that way. <laughs> yeah, that's probably a good thing. Uh, thanks, Steve. And we've got one more. We've got another, Steve. What, what's your solution? Yeah, mate, um, it's similar to the last one, but there's a new building adhesive. It might be made by liquid nails, but uh, they reckon that you put a little bit on each side of whatever the material you want to use and you slap it together and you reckon you could probably hang a couple of cardinals off at it. You know, it's meant to be able to... <laughs> wow. Yeah. wow. Okay, a couple of guilty cardinals. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. can we use it to glue Charles's mouth shut as well? <laughs> yes, apparently it works perfectly, but I don't know what you can use to uh, neutralise it, to open it up again. But uh, always hey, surgery. that won't be a problem. <laughs> Radio Chaser, Platinum Edition. And now it's time for... Cat's pajamas or cat's piss. Okay, so I'm going to go through a few stories that I've come up with, and you're going to tell me if they're cat's pajamas good or cat's piss bad. <clears throat> Story one: Costco obsessed boy four treated to birthday party at favorite store. <laughs> he's four years old and he's obsessed with Costco. Mm-hmm. Fortnite is out. Costco is in. <laughs> Oh, I thought I thought it was only like a midlife thing where you became obsessed inexplicably with Costco. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> well, I, I can actually empathise with this guy because oh, yeah. I I used to really love H and R Block tax accountants when I was young. Uh, <laughs> you have your birthday party, yeah, yeah, for my sixth birthday. Oh, you were lucky. You were a lucky Every, little boy. Everyone had to boy. everyone <laughs> had to bring the receipts of their presents <laughs> rather than <laughs> the presents. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was a. Yeah. <laughs> what does a Costco kids party look like? Do all the party things come in bulk? Yeah. Like did, he, did he have to order a minimum of twenty birthday cakes? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, yeah. Imagine the the size was, of the lolly bags. It was, it was actually fifty his, kilos of snakes. It was actually his six hundredth birthday, according to the candles. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think I think we came down on the side of liking that. I, I do think. like. I love yeah. the Costco party. Cats, yeah. cats pajamas, cat, bulk size cats pajamas. Okay, yeah, fa- okay, fabulous. All right, I've got another one for you. Sixty old TVs dumped outside homes by man dressed as old TV. <laughs> what? Oh my! Way a man dresses as a TV yep. to dump old TVs. Yep. That's all the information I have. A man is dressed as an old TV and dumped. <laughs> TVs on 60 different doorsteps in Virginia. Whoa. Wow. Is this a new sort of Amazon thing where you've got to dress as the thing that you're delivering? 
Oh, look, I mean, it could be. I mean, I don't know. Do you, uh, but maybe that's what it is. So you think it's a good thing? Well, I, I just think I'm going to order a whole lot of lingerie <laughs> immediately. Oh, and, and hope that this yeah. man yeah. turns and up hope, wearing and, the lingerie. And an old TV dressed in lingerie will come and deliver it to you. <laughs> you lucky man. <laughs> All right, should we do... Well, okay, we've got one more for you. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, Danish city installs Viking-themed pedestrian crossing signals. <laughs> so you know where you got your little man, your little stop and go man. They're Vikings yes. now. Yes. Oh, cats. Is there no end to this inclusivity PC nonsense? I mean, first we had those bloody Canberra, you know, female shaped crossing signals. Now we need special Viking shaped signals just in case you're a Viking. It, it, it should just be a man. No, and and it's causing real problems actually because uh, one of the little men is actually pictured invading England. And so people keep on invading England every time it turns green. Crossing signal. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we should have them in Australia. We should have like convict-shaped crossing signals, I'd like to see you. <laughs> well, I think it's cat's piss we've decided. Radio Chaser, Platinum Edition. So, guys, do you remember about a decade ago, uh, the world was rocked by uh, the decision that some smart people made that Pluto was no longer a planet. Do you remember that? Yeah, it got demoted, didn't it? It was quite sad because, you know, it was a planet for so long. and It was, it and we one. all had our own little, um, what do you call it, those little rhymes to remember all the planets and suddenly we had to forget the P one. Mm, it's just, yeah. yeah. It threw everything out of whack. It really did. I mean, it, for me, it really shocked me to find out there was no, anyway, look, uh, people haven't gotten over it. Right. Uh, oh. Including people at NASA. <laughs> oh, so well, someone they'd at care, wouldn't they? <laughs> they would care, but you think that they you think that the NASA people would have agreed. Okay, we've all decided it's on a planet. I felt like they would be at the top of the tree of people being like we're we're done mm. with this decision. No, not anymore. Or they've had a change of heart. So someone at NASA called Jim Bridenstein has uh said that, just so you know, recently is what he said, just so you know, in my view, Pluto is a planet. And you can write that NASA declared Pluto a planet once again. Oh, well, there you go, doubters. Yeah. All the haters of Pluto sucked in. So, look, I don't know really if just one guy gets to decide it's on a planet and then another guy gets to decide it is. I don't really know how it works. I've Mm. got no idea. But I do know that Pluto has actually um, started the, the application process to become a planet again. Hello, Pluto. Uh, Look, I've been through your application to join the Planet Club, and now, if you don't mind, I have a few questions for you. Oh, great. I'm ready. Excellent. Uh, First up, what makes you think you should be a planet? Um, Well, I'm round, uh, and um, I'm floating in space. Round. Excellent, excellent. Uh, Now, your name doesn't mean bumhole by any chance, does it? Uh, Nope. Good, because we've already got one of those on our hands. Now, uh, what cultural contributions can you bring to the table, Pluto? Uh, well, there's a, there's a dog named after me uh, and also a battered sausage that tastes like clinical depression on a stick. Oh, good, good. Well, this has gone very well. Uh, just one final question. Are you a planet? No. Ah, oh, damn it, I f***ed it, didn't I? Application denied. Next, come on in. Uh, oh, oh, you look like a planet. Hi, I'm Bert Newton's head. Radio Chaser, Platinum Edition. Now, Andrew, look, Qantas really want to push the longest flight in the world. They've got Perth, London already. They're thinking of doing Sydney to London, if they can, maybe Sydney to to New York. But no one's ever flown that fast. They've got to do a whole bunch of tests. Mm, Uh, It's quite big, isn't it? It's a very, very long way. And so, look, uh, Charles is actually on one of the Qantas special test planes 
uh, which is currently flying the longest flight ever recorded. Uh, hello, Charles. How are the passengers behaving there on the Qantas flight? Well, uh, we're 16 hours in, Dom, and uh, the passenger in seat 23D is displaying very unnatural behaviour. Um, he's elected to watch young Sheldon on the in-flight entertainment system. Oh, dear. Oh, that, that's very, very concerning, Charles. It's, I mean, what else is happening with the passengers there? The lady over here on seat 31F is uh, obviously just not well. I mean, she has not gotten the hint that the gentleman in 31E has no interest in her son or his recent move to Brisbane. Uh, lots of system analysts are moving to the Moreton Bay area, though, so he won't be lonely. That's very, very bad. I mean, can, can they do an, an emergency landing, for instance? Uh, they, they might have to, because uh, most worrying is this guy here. This man has completely lost oxygen to his brain. Uh, he's swearing, he, he's abusing flight attendants, he's even claiming he used to be the Prime Minister. I'm really the Prime Minister of this country, so please give me my... Oh, Charles, he sounds delusional. Be very careful. Oh, 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 oh no, wait. He, he's just Kevin Rudd. Radio Chaser, Platinum Edition. So, guys, I just saw in the news that there's a proposed new law that will make illegal doing a cash transaction over $10,000. It's going to be so inconvenient for money launderers, Zoe. How are they going to do their thing? <laughs> Drug dealers will be really put out by this. I mean, that's a real shame. Well, exactly. So I think, I think I believe that's the point that the, the, the lawmakers are, are suggesting that this will help sort of curb, you know, criminal activity, right? Mm. But, you know, people are up in arms. Look, I get it. It's sort of, you know, probably a breach of our liberties and things like that. But I do have to just ask myself, like, other than criminals, who is this actually a problem for? Like, who's re- routinely making cash purchases <laughs> with physical cash money of over $10,000? Oh, Zoe, legitimate customers of casinos. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. Legitimate customers of casinos. And, you know, just really, really fancy people as well. What a lovely day to visit the extremely fancy market for extremely fancy people. Welcome, fanciest of sirs. Behold me, your providor of au natural pearlescent elixir de bovine. Care you to sup from my wares? Ah, yes, certainly. And how much for a metrical litre of extra premium platinum white gold cow mum juice beverage? Why, gentle, fancy sir, man, it is a steal at a mere 10,001 human earth Australian dollars. It is no wonder the dairy farmers are complaining with such blatant underpricing. Ah, well, let me just loosen my coin purse. Uh, 7,000, 8,000... Good fancy, sir. What on cow juice earth are you doing? What is there a popo about? Nine, ten thousand, and one dollar. Here you go. Phrase, mate, you're under arrest for using more than ten thousand dollars in a cash transaction. And I would have gotten away with it, too, if it wasn't for you pesky kids. Dad, I hate the market. I'm issuing you with a $25,200 fine. Can I pay in cash? Radio Chaser, Platinum Edition. Inside the Triple M Room of Ideas. Come in. You wanted to see me, Nobber? Yeah, shut the door. Look, if this is about cat's pyjamas or cat's piss, I know the segment's got tired. It's not about cat's pyjamas. It's about that little offensive word you dropped on air the other day. What, Dutton? No, no. I'm talking about the N-word. Oh, Nick back. Don't say it again, Christ. What's wrong with saying Nick back? We don't use that word anymore. A lot of people find it very offensive. What, Nick back? Will you please stop saying Nick 
back. It's not 2005 anymore. Times have changed. Values have changed. We can't just go on air and use the N-word willy-nilly like we used to. Oh, this is political correctness gone mad. Next you'll be telling us we can't say the C-word. You know perfectly well we can't say play. If anything, the C-word's even more offensive than the N-word. Now get out of my office! <sighs> oh, can I just double-check? We are still cool to use the F-word, aren't we? What? Foo Fighters? <laughs> an oath. Radio Chaser. Platinum Edition. Oh, look, that is all the platinum we have time for today. Catch you next week right here on Radio Chaser. Missed any of Radio Chaser Platinum Edition today? Get a hold of the podcast from wherever you get hold of your podcasts.